Welcome to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda from belindawheelan.com, and here you will learn to live your very best life with celiac disease. Now, we are going to be talking all about health-related topics because you, my friend, are more than just a woman with celiac disease. Welcome to the show. Now, I know that bloating comes with the territory when we have celiac disease. Now, many of us suffer from bloating on a regular basis, and some of us just experience it every now and again. Whether you've also got IBS or lactose intolerance or something else going on, I wanted to give you some strategies today to help you de bloat naturally because when you have these. I guess, ideas under your belt, it can help you when you're in that situation to help you ease the pain and feel better. So basically bloating is, is it's caused by either too much gas trapped in you or you can't move that gas along easily. So this, this basically is something that is caused by a number of different factors and it would just depend on your unique body and what's doing that to you. But if you are bloated regularly, like if it's a a very common thing for you, you may need to go and talk to your doctor or your primary caregiver. It may be something that you might need to get checked out further. Um, There might be something more serious going on. There might still be gluten in your system or it might be something else that's causing it such as lactose intolerance. So definitely worth getting checked out if this is ongoing for you. But if it's just every now and then, the following suggestions may be of support for you. So I've got 12 different ways for you to de-bloat naturally today. So let's get into it. The first one is simple. It's very simple, but sometimes when we feel bloated, we may not feel like doing this. And it's just simply going for a walk. Now, going for a walk is really easy. It doesn't cost us anything. We can do it anywhere at any time. And it basically just helps to get those trapped gases moving. It helps the the body to get those gases out of your body. So yeah, just going for a simple walk can be much better than flaking out on the couch and thinking that you're going to feel better. So try that one next time you feel bloated. The next one is to have an Epsom salt bath if you think that the bloating is caused by stress. Now, I know for me personally that my body reacts very quickly to stress and that is my number one sign when I get too overwhelmed and too stressed out is I get really bloated and sore in the tummy and I I immediately know that I need to take a step back and focus on my self-care And an Epsom salt bath can be really fantastic for helping relieve that stress and it helps your muscle contractions to slow down. So really important to focus on lowering our stress and looking after our body. So try that one as well. All right, number three is to drink plenty of water. You've heard me bang on about this before. I've done an entire episode on the benefits of drinking water. So basically water helps prevent constipation and um, fluid retention. So these are really both common causes of, of bloating. So another really simple one, we should be drinking lots of water every single day. Um, if you need a big reminder of why you need to be drinking water and 20 other incredible reasons, then go back and listen to that episode about water as well and just get inspired to drink plenty of the good stuff. All right, number four, 
This is a tricky one. Okay. So this is, this is again, depending on you and depending on your unique circumstances, but it can be to either increase or decrease your fiber intake. So some people get bloated because they consume too much fiber and it causes their body to go a little bit crazy. So you might find that <laughs> you maybe have eaten something that's a bit cruciferous and it's causing some gas issues down there. Or it could be that you're not consuming enough fiber and you're feeling constipated, which in turn causes bloating and you can't get those gases moving out of your body. So this will depend on you and this will depend on you looking at what you're eating and focusing on your fiber intake because, yeah, you may need to increase it. You may need to decrease it. So that's something that you can look into. All right. Number five is to reduce your sodium intake. So the thing with salt is it makes your body retain water and that again causes bloating and puffiness. Now the body needs salt. We actually need salt in our body. It has a lot of amazing benefits that I won't go into in this episode, but it's when we have too much of that bad sodium intake from processed foods because there's different types of salt. We have good salt and bad salt. You know, table salt is not good for us. And it, it basically causes that retention of the water. So, you know, if you're eating lots and lots of processed foods, have a look at those labels and check out how much salt you're actually consuming because the sodium intake in those is huge. So they add that salt to make up for a lack of flavor. So it's very interesting when you start looking into it. But again, it's about reducing the amount of processed foods that you might be consuming. If that's a big part of your diet, definitely worth looking at and making sure that you're not having too much sodium. All right. Number six is to avoid sugar alcohols. So sugar alcohols basically don't get fully digested in our body, which is crazy to think that we're consuming something and our body can't break it down properly. Um, and and they just cause grief with bloating. They just cause pain. And if you're the type of person that has chewy or gum, as you might call it, you might find that you're getting unwanted bloat simply from that behavior. So you will find that these sugar alcohols are in things that claim to be sugar-free. So if you're purchasing perhaps some sugar-free sweets um, or, you know, chewing gum or whatever you want to call it, um, chewy. <laughs> Chewing gum? I don't know. It's called different things in different countries. Anyway, I hope you know what I mean. It's not bubble gum. It's a chewing, whatever. Anyway, so things like that. And even some soft drinks or sodas have it in it. So basically, if something says um, sugar-free, free from sugar, things like that, they usually make up with it, uh, make up for that sugar with these, these sugar alcohols. So definitely worth avoiding those and seeing how much better you feel feel from cutting those out. All right, number seven. This is probably one of the most important things that we can do overall for our health anyway, and it's to eat mindfully. Now, eating mindfully is something that I'm a big advocate for. I used to always, always make sure that my one-on-one -on -one clients were doing this from day one with our sessions and basically eating mindfully is eating and doing nothing else. Eating and socializing, yes, 
but not eating and scrolling your phone, um, eating and driving a car, eating and sitting in front of a TV, sitting at the computer, at your desk at work, things like that. So eating and focusing on what you're eating. So looking at the food, smelling the food, enjoying what you're eating and slowing down. So chewing your food, making sure that those digestive juices are getting flowing and able to digest your food correctly because it makes a huge, huge difference to the way that you feel overall. It can help with so many other things, including fullness. But as far as digestion goes, it can definitely help with lowering that bloating. So I highly recommend if you're currently eating on the go and rushing, 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 that you do your best to slow down and focus on eating and and just focus on eating because it's it's a privilege and it's it's part of life that we get to eat this amazing food that we have access to so let's enjoy it and let's make our body you know appreciative and nourished and looked after by slowing down and eating mindfully all right number 8 is peppermint so peppermint is actually an antispasmodic ingredient and we can use it very easily so It's something that you can have on hand, whether it be, um, say, like tea leaves or tea bags or even essential oils. They can really help with bloating. So I've got a rollable that's got peppermint essential oil in it and plus some other essential oils. And I rub that on my belly and massage that in. And I find that that really helps when I get a little bit of bloating. So that's something that you can certainly try. But, you know, that that's something that you can have in your handbag if you find that, you know, it hits you when you're at work or something like that. You can just gently rub that on and find that that gives you that little bit of comfort where you might not be able to do some of these other things that we've suggested. Obviously, you can't go and have an Epsom bath when you're at work, can you? <laughs> so, yeah, so, a, you know, a rollable, something like that with the peppermint in it can really help. Now, the next one is number nine, and it's ginger. So you would have heard me talk about ginger before in other episodes. It's fantastic for supporting digestion and relieves gas. So in whichever form you want to take ginger, that can be helpful as well. Um, So definitely worth keeping in your home at all times. And number 10 is a simple one. Again, you can do this anywhere at any time and you might find that this is something that you'd like to do alongside the peppermint oil and it's to rub your belly clockwise. So you can do this with big circular movements using a flat hand and and basically what it does, it helps move the gas through your gut. So it's helping that muscular movements. So yeah, just just massage in a in a clockwise direction and just do it until you start to feel some relief. And yeah, it's one, like I said, it's one of those things that you can do anywhere at any time. You might look a little bit silly to some other people, but hey, you know it's working for you. All right, number 11 is diaphragmatic breathing. So doing big, deep belly breaths. Again, this is fantastic for stress relief. If you find that you get that bloated belly from stress, This is another one in my tool belt that I use pretty much on a daily basis. We're going through a really tough time with my three-year-old at the moment and she is causing me a huge amount of stress. I can't even begin to tell you what we're going through with her at the minute, but I'm finding that I have to slow down (laughs) 
quite regularly on a daily basis to do some big, deep belly breath breathing. Even my son, who's five, he understands the benefits of this. And sometimes he will even remind me, mum, quick, take five big deep breaths. And they got taught this at school. And you basically hold one out, one hand out in like a high five and you rub your index finger from your other hand up your thumb and you do one breath. So up your thumb, breathe out down your thumb. And then you bring that other finger up over each of those fingers. So as you bring your finger up, you breathe in. As you bring your finger down, you breathe out and you do that for five breaths. By the time I've done that, it's really helped pull me back out of that stressful place and helps me move forward a little bit. And I love that my son actually taught me the five finger movement with that. And I love that he was taught that in school. It's a huge tool anybody to have and especially you know a five-year-old which is wonderful so definitely try that you don't have to do the five finger thing but it's a it's just a good way of reminding you that you've done five breaths sometimes we lose track and think oh my god have I done enough or but five is plenty five can just help you get back on track and start to ah, calm down and move forward so try that one as well all right and number 12 the last one is to add foods to your diet that reduce bloating as well as focusing on fermented foods and probiotics. So there's a whole a whole list of different foods that you can focus on, um, you know, sauerkraut, yogurts, things like that. Just totally depends on you and what you can eat, but that's something you can look into a little bit further if you um, want to try that. But definitely, definitely these 12 tips will support you in one way or other or another you can try as many or as little as you need you might find you only need one or two of these or you might find that you need to work through the list to be able to find the ones that work for you best now if you are having ongoing issues like i said please speak to your doctor um, it may be time for you to do an elimination diet. So if you need to do an elimination program, you know that I've got Eliminate, my online program, where you also get support from me in our Facebook group. So if that's something that you want support with, it's an 11-day program. It's super quick. You'll learn so much about your health and yourself. So that's something that's available to you at all times. So you can just head to my website to check that one out. So that's belindawheelan.com. And I'll put a list in the show notes to that as well. And the other thing, as I've mentioned on previous episodes, is my health tracker. So this is where you will write down what you're eating, what your stress levels are, what time of the month it is, different things like this, so that you can start to see a pattern of where the bloating is being caused from. And it makes it easier to stop those behaviors. So you might be able to see very easily, okay, I'm stressed. I'm getting stress from this particular thing and I'm getting bloating and I'm getting constipated or you might be able to see that there's a particular food that you keep eating and it's making you feel the same way. So I highly recommend that you check out my health tracker that's available in lots of different countries throughout the world. You just jump on Amazon. It's probably easiest to type in my name on Amazon, Belinda Whelan, and it will come up on there. So I've got a men's version and a women's version because obviously men don't need to worry about their period, do they? <laughs> so yeah, so you can check that one out. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, if you have any questions, any feedback, 
anything at all. I love hearing from you guys. You absolutely make my day when you reach out to me via Instagram and on email. So you can contact me on um, the DMs on the, oh, I can't even say it, at the Healthy Celiac. Or you can send me an email, info at belindawheelon.com, and I can respond to you there. So I hope this episode has helped you and given you some insight into things that you might not have even thought about. But yeah, otherwise, have a wonderful week, and I really look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, head to belindawheelon.com to get yourself a free copy of my exclusive ebook, 11 Mistakes People Make Going Gluten Free Living with Celiac Disease.